Hello, everyone. We had a slight issue with the podcast where just just the 10 minutes are going to sound like crap, but we promise after the first 10 minutes, we figured out the issue and it's going to sound fine. So if you want to skip 10 minutes, that's totally fine. But maybe if you're a hardcore fan, listen to the first 10 minutes as well. And then after that, it's going to sound fine. Love you guys. Cheers. This is episode number 12 with Anthony Urso. And on this week's episode, we talk a little bit more about being a creator on Instagram with our friend and fellow photographer, Anthony Urso. of the Prolix Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. On the Prolix Podcast, we talk about photography, videography, projects we've been working on, tech news, and then break down our favorite video of this week. And this week's episode is also special, just like the last three. We've been having guests on our show, and I think we will from now on. Right, Jordan? Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. okay. We need, like, your stamp of approval and everything we do, so yeah. hopefully, if you say yeah, so. Hopefully we can get a guest every time. If not, then... And well, that sucks. Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah. And uh, but before we jump into that with our guest, Anthony Urso, please do check us out on Instagram, at Post Media, where we post quite often. So you can keep up with what we're up to. We post, what do we post? Do you want to list it off real quick? We post like behind the scenes stuff, some projects that we're working on. Um, we post a lot on our stories of things we're doing like right then and there. So it's a... It's, it's like a wide variety of things. Yeah, it's pretty wide variety. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff that we're just doing for fun, like driving Lambos and yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's all fun and games. Yeah, and also on our YouTube, you can see the full video of driving Lambo. Well, actually, not that, but other videos, like our commercials and their podcasts and unboxing videos and a bunch of other blabber jabber. So uh, check us out, Prolix Media on YouTube. Uh, now, let's jump into the actual kind of uh, I don't know, meat of the sandwich of the podcast. I think the main part of the podcast with uh, our guest. The juicy bit, there you juicy. go. And that was the first thing that Anthony says on our podcast. The juicy <laughs> bit. The juicy bit, guys. Yeah, there you go. Um, so now, Anthony, usually I come up with a question of the week and I throw it at Jordan's face, just like, just slap him with it. And he doesn't even know it's coming. And like, like hand on heart, I like, don't tell him what the questions are. Yeah. So he's going to be as surprised as you are. But, right, that's good. Uh, but don't worry, it's, it's nothing like it's not going to put you on the spot or, or may, it may, I don't know. I'm so just tell kidding. us a little bit more about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, okay, so before you tell us a little bit more about what you have to say and who you are and whatever, uh, what's the main thing you shoot right now? Oh, the main thing I shoot right now, well, it's going to be a little bit broad, but sunsets. I've been trying, I, I used to shoot 12 o'clock, middle of the day all the time, because that's when I was free. But then I started shooting more and more sunsets and I realized, oh, my feed looks really nice when it's all colorful and beautiful. So I've, I've pretty much been going out to shoot sunset in various different locations, but pretty much sunset every day, pretty much every day of the summer. I've yeah. been shooting sunset, honestly. Literally every day of the summer. Uh, yeah. Okay, but in short, in short, if you were to summarize, it would be sunsets. Yes. Okay. Sunsets. So now... If you couldn't ever shoot sunsets oh. again, what would you shoot? Sunrise. This guy. You were probably that guy in, in class. The teacher like hated. I was, no, I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna deny it 100%. This is always witty as hell and like making fun of the teacher too, or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. In high school, I had cool teachers, so they kind of threw shots back. So it was fine. It was fun. Oh, okay, perfect. So basically, that's why you have such thick skin right now. You just got roasted by teachers all your life. Honestly? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay, now Jordan, what about you? What do you shoot? What's your main thing you shoot I, right now? I don't know. What the 
Well, I guess like on the personal side is a little different than what you shoot for Yeah, I haven't really time. gone to shoot anything personally in a long time. Like the last photos that I shot for myself were uh, like in New York. When I, was at. I saw you pick up the camera a little bit in the last event. But that wasn't really like something that I shoot that often. Oh yeah, yeah. by the way guys, who, all you that are listening in Winnipeg right now, if you haven't gone to a Prolux event, you definitely should because they are all so fun. Every month almost, they do events. Sometimes they're free, sometimes you have to pay, but you guys should definitely check them out. The last one was a blast. So how much do I owe you for that plug? I'm yeah. just wondering, I, I, can I afford it? Like, I don't know. So that's good, man. Well, thanks so, so much for the plug. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, hopefully you had fun. But we'll get yeah, into it that. It was so fun. Yeah, we'll get into that in a bit. But um, so now the questions don't stop there. And just like, this is going to be like 21 questions, like 50 cents song type of deal. Okay. But I only have like five, but basically 21 <laughs> questions. Um, well, I have more than five, but yeah, anyways. Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, where did photography start for you? Okay. Where it came to and where you wanted to go with it? Okay, yeah, good question. Um, photography started with nothing to do with photography for me. <laughs> okay. Okay, so pretty much I was never really a photo bug. I never cared about taking pictures. It didn't matter to me. Pretty much. I'm 19 now, I've uh, been out of high school for Like pretty years. much or like actually? I, I am 19, okay. 100% 19, okay. Yeah. So okay, okay. Back in junior high, so a while ago, I was, <laughs> me and my friends were shit disturbers, let's say. Okay. So we, we would do go adventures to different places, go to places we're not necessarily supposed to, get into trouble, do stuff like that. Back, and this was back in junior high, and you know we, we were broke kids, we had nothing else to do, so we kept basically stole busy. cars and exported them to Poland. Oh yeah, Poland. you know, yeah, okay, Lambos, you know, right. I don't have to pay for my Lambos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we entertained ourselves, right? And um, so we explored. I, at heart, I'm I'm a photographer. I consider myself a photographer, but more than a a photographer, I consider myself an adventure seeker. Ooh. That's what I do. At heart, at least, that's what I consider myself, an adventure seeker. So, I started noticing when I was hanging out with my friends, we would have fun and go to unique places that necessarily not everyone goes to. And I realized, well, there's some pretty decent views that we're seeing, in some, or at least unique views that we would see in some of these places that we'd go to. And I started taking pictures on my iPhone just so I could show my other friends and I installed Instagram, started adding like just, it was just Hold people on. from my you school. You said you were a shit disturber. Did you torrent Instagram or did you actually? As you like swallow literally heavy, uh, heavy breathing. Okay, it's all good. No, no but I may have other software. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Adobe. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. It's all good. Um, but no, you know, I just started going to cool places and snapping pictures on my iPhone, iPhone 4S I started taking pictures on. Damn. So, great picture Were you already born back then? No, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, for once, I'm the older, like I'm older than anybody okay. ever, so that's why I'm like roasting right now, right now so by your age. Huh? Yeah, no, it's all good. I'm just kidding. So you said junior high was a long time ago, I almost graduated a decade ago. <laughs> okay. Listen, pops, bingo is down the street, okay? <laughs> But uh, so you were saying, so you downloaded Lightroom and then. Oh, no, 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 Lightroom, no, no. This, this Lightroom's not for a long yeah, way. It just is. This is a story. story. It's a story. Okay. Okay, so in junior high, exploring, going places, yeah. seeing cool stuff. So I had got my first phone, an iPhone, I think in grade nine, it was yeah. for me. And I started snapping shots, uploading them to Instagram, and realized, hey, I like 
seeing pictures that show all the places I've been paints kind of a story of my life and people started liking it. I kind of learned about hashtags and my account just kind of grew from there. But the thing that a lot of people don't know and that I got a lot of DMs, early stages of my Instagram account, like last summer, most of last summer and all before that, I didn't have a camera. I was always shooting on my iPhone. I had an iPhone 6S at the time. Oh wow. Yeah. Just editing on my phone, uploading to Instagram, and I always had people messaging me, hey, what camera do you use? What camera do you use? And now just iPhone 6S. Yeah. That's and crazy, man. Yeah, the fact awesome. that like people thought the photos were so good on an iPhone that they were asking what kind of camera you use. That's, That's impressive, great. man. Um, and I never actually wanted to get a camera because the type of photography I do, I don't I don't know, first of all, I don't hang out with many other photographers outside of planned events. Right. So I don't know generally how other photographers do it, if they drive around to like plan locations or not. But for me, when it's nice out at least, I'm biking around and just exploring and seeing what I can find. So I was like, I always wanted to stay light. I had a phone, whip it out, take a shot, and that was that. Right. And then I finally saved up and got a camera and then I realized, wow, what was I doing getting <laughs> on the phone for two years? So, you know, that was that was fun. And then, so pretty much, I only had a camera last summer I got one. And then I got Lightroom and everything and then my pictures, in my opinion, started getting better of course. from there. Um, but even now, I still travel light. I don't, ha I never have more than two lenses on me when I'm out shooting. Nice. But unless I have a planned location that I'm like driving to or something. Right. I see. So, that's cool, man. That, that's awesome. So then now, uh, so right now it's at sunsets and rooftops as we can see by your Instagram and then uh, where, where do you plan to take it? Like what, what style do you think? Where, where do you see it say like five years or ten years from now? Hopefully a lot of travel. That's something I, I love traveling. Like I was in Vancouver for two days, for Father's Day actually because my dad was out there uh, for work and I went out and met, met him for Father's Day and that was super fun. I've never been to Vancouver. Nice. Cool. And I did a lot in that two days and it was super fun. So that kind of got the it's going and I really want to start traveling. And Okay, so in short, travel photography would be great. Yeah. That's something yeah. Okay, yeah. so where? One location. If you could go New to York. next. No question, New York. New York? Oh yeah. Wow. I kind of want to go to New York with this kid. Yeah, no kid. <laughs> Honestly. I think okay, listen pops, don't call him kid. You're like, you have like, to like He's a kid. seven years. Okay, fine. You have like seven years on. Come on, the peach front's growing in nice though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's all good. I, I call myself a kid still. So. Yeah, that's right. I know, I know. So, uh, Jordan, would you say, since you've been to New York uh, and did photography there, what would you say? What would you recommend this guy? Where'd he go? I feel like he find more shit than <laughs> He's more of an explorer than you are? I think so. And I, yeah, I was just on the street. Like, I did a lot of street photography. I didn't really elevate myself. <laughs> um, but no, no, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Was this like a double meaning or? Uh... Yes. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure for the audience that they caught that. I mean, there's lots of places I would love to travel. Sorry, all no, one second, one second, one second. Clearly, the camera just doesn't want to record my face. <laughs> so you're saying so? There's a lot of places you want to. Oh, there's lots of places I would love to go. I, I've been to Italy once for with a. It was a school trip. I would love to go back. That was three years ago, really before I was much into photography. So I would love to go back. Venice is beautiful, but more than that, I'd love to go to places. Paris. So you said you've been to Italy once. Oh yeah, that was beautiful. So yeah, getting back to travel. Um, all over the world. Oh, what was that city? Uh, I don't know what, who was messaging me. I think it was on the Prolux account. Oh, I don't we're know. flying to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where are we going? 
yeah. It was, was Belgium. Belgium. Was it Belgium? No, no, it's the. It was in Malaysia. Malaysia. Yeah. But yeah, oh yeah, I would love to go to like Thailand, Bangkok, you know. Uh, I would love to go to like Seoul, South Korea, like. Oh. My my dad was there actually for work. He's a uh, freelance videographer, so. Your dad. Yes, but not like the kind of video you think. What he does is he films what you see live on for sporting events like soccer games, curling events, football, hockey, all that kind of stuff. So right. he gets hired by like TSN, CBC, uh, oh, wow. he, he does other stuff like he does cooking shows and oh, wow. a lot of random stuff, but that, his main bread and butter is sports. So that's what he does. So that's he travels really cool. all yeah. over the world. So he has one of those so like massive jealous. cameras. Oh yeah, like the big live TV cameras. Wow. Those are like 40K stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, if oh, not more, yeah. Oh yeah, I was, actually a story, a little story he was telling me. Um, I believe it was in Seoul, but a, a random dude um, snuck into the production area and picked up one of the HD cameras, uh, uh, camera lenses, sorry. And I, my dad actually ended up chasing him down because he saw him and caught the guy and got the lens back. But the lens alone was worth $70,000. Wow. $70,000 is a little insane. It's incredible. For a lens. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Never mind the body, just the lens. Wow. But that's, that's when you hear stuff like that, it starts to make more sense when you see movie budgets, when they say that oh, like yeah. camera budget is like two to five million dollars. Yeah. Like, how? Yeah. And then camera. you're like, this is how. <laughs> yeah. Camera and lens aside, like sometimes my dad will come home with like a tripod or something, mm-hmm. like he forgot it in his car. The tripod, the tripod alone is worth more than my entire like DSLR setup. Yeah. <laughs> like it's insane. insane. Some of these. Yeah setups that they have. Oh well, yeah, the heavier tripods, like the Monfrotto ones. Even Monfrotto makes some that are like three, four K. Oh yeah. For like the big, big cameras. I'm, yeah, I'm just shoot, if anyone's curious, I just shoot on a little Canon T6i entry level DSLR and a couple different lenses sprinkled in. So pretty, pretty budget setup, but I mean. Awesome. Hey, but it's all, what, it's about what you do with it. It's not, yeah, totally. you know, it's I mean, not like what you shoot with. I'm not selling massive prints yet, so I don't actually. <laughs> you don't I don't need, need those megapixels yet. To be fair, though, most of my pictures are actually usually 50 megapixels and up, because how I shoot. Yeah, I don't okay. shoot single pictures. Yeah. 90% of my shots are panorama panoramic shots. So I've had most of my shots are like 200 megapixels. I've had some like files that are like five gigs. Wow! So I could like if I wanted to, and I if I had people that are willing to pay, I could make big prints. But for sure, yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. That's I don't. awesome. <laughs> but you don't. I don't. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Exactly. You know, not yet. So you were mentioning that you started with like you were like a big adventurer. Mm-hmm. So tell us like a, the best adventure story you've had. The best adventure story I ever had. Um, ooh, that's tough. To do with photography. Do with. <laughs> um, what about like getting into our office? Was that an adventure? Oh, it was. I <laughs> opened the door and I walked in. But uh, the best adventure story was probably pretty recently in Vancouver. Uh, so my dad was working. I was there over the weekend. He he was working all day Saturday. So I had free reign to go do whatever I want, and I somehow ended up in the uh, the line the. What is their team called? The Lions, I believe. The Vancouver Lions. Well, I just I ended up in the stadium. I, the door back just door, randomly ended up in the stadium. I ended up in the stadium. Uh, there's a picture just of it. Close on your my, eyes and then boom, you're in the there, stadium. There's a picture of it on my Instagram. I the there was a the back door was open. One thing led to another, and I kind of just meandered into the stadium. 
and I got what? it. And you know, there was security, but you know what? If anyone, okay, biggest tip in life: confidence is key. Confidence is key, guys. So what you were like, yo, I'm one of the players, bro. You, you I had a camera. I was taking pictures of stuff, and like walked in, got a picture, and I just kind of left, and that was that. Huh. Amazing. Huh. Amazing. I'm going to Vancouver at the end of the month, so yeah. I'm going to it's fun. <laughs> Have you been to Vancouver? Oh, yeah. I love Vancouver. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. I would live there if I had, you know, a couple million dollars to spend on Same. a condo. Same. You know? I think I would, like, screw off to Thailand if I had anywhere more than 10 million right now in cash. <laughs> I just, like... 10 million. You know what? Anything more than 10 million? Nine million five. We're staying. No, in we're staying in Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people talk trash about living in Winnipeg, but yeah. you know what? The more I've been traveling, the more I realize I actually like living in Winnipeg. I, I like to travel, mm-hmm. but I think at the end of the day, I like coming home to Winnipeg. Cause no traffic. Kinda, there's no. Yeah, exactly. I can go drive somewhere from where I live. I live in Elmwood, if you know where that is, just by the Israeli Bridge. Yeah. So I could drive to downtown and be wherever I want in five minutes. Yeah. Like in almost any time of the day, versus in Vancouver. You know, you're probably living like somewhere far out of the city and you got to spend three hours driving into the city every day for work. Yeah. The traffic. The one thing I wish Winnipeg had is like less of a winter, like less of yeah. like more mild of a winter and yeah. less uh, and, and shorter winter. Are you telling me you don't like minus 50? See, like, Listen, man, I, could, I love it. I just I don't want to brag about it. Minus 50. What? I could put up with the minus 50 if our if our winter wasn't six months long. Yeah. No, literally. Yeah. And That's I think insane. it's it's so it's, it's pretty de- like depressing, not depressing, but it kind of like. Oh, sets yeah. you back you yeah, know you get kind of low in the winter it's yeah. not seasonal depression yeah wow well, it's real it's real, it's thing. real. <laughs> i think it is a, yeah 100%. I, I think and also like you always walk like this like you're slouching <laughs> and crouching into your jacket to fit as many millimeters of your face as you can from the <laughs> you know what this winter though i was pretty proud of myself this was my first winter with uh, actual camera and being serious about photography yeah. and i actually got out quite a bit i shot a lot this winter i was out still pretty consistently that's good that's awesome happy with that. yeah can't say the same nope definitely my yeah yes that wow. stayed in the office and in my car heated seats thank you very much oh for sure man you're definitely doing something wrong if you don't got heated seats but heated seats. yeah well you're doing something wrong <laughs> no, just kidding <laughs> soon right soon yeah Sure. Yeah, soon. Yeah, you'll get heated seats on your uh, coffee racer bike. You yeah. want to get oh, coffee? Yeah. Did it call it coffee? Maybe one Caf- more year. I think maybe coffee one, racer. One more year. Coffee racer. It's like I uh, get a motorcycle. Yeah, that'd be sick. I would have a motorcycle. Dude. Except the only thing in Winnipeg, you can only exactly. drive it for like exactly so long. And that's why I still need to wait. I need to have like somewhere to put it. Yep. Unless I drag it down the stairs of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. That'd be hilarious. It's <laughs> for the winter. So you do lots of like like cityscape photography mm-hmm. and, and so on. And since Winnipeg is not super big and it's, we're not huge, huge on new architecture, new building in downtown, um, do you find it challenging to find new angles and new ways to capture the city? Honestly, yes. It's pretty uh, monotonous, I guess, could be a word to describe, if, at least for me. Yeah, I went through a big stretch this winter and the beginning of summer just not being motivated to shoot at all because it is a small city, there's never anything new, and it just kind of got boring shooting the same stuff. I noticed I was getting pretty much the same shot over and over again. Nothing super interesting. I would get different things once in a while, but nothing that would get me really excited. So that's why when I went to Vancouver uh, not too long ago, it was super refreshing to just see something different because... Yeah what they've been building like uh 
300 main for like i don't know how long now and it's barely any progress there's nothing new besides that really yeah sky city or whatever that apartment got canceled yeah so it is yeah it's super tedious after a while shooting the same stuff so it's really hard to kind of push forward and try to find something different at least in my opinion yeah in my experience I see. Yeah, well, I definitely have to agree. I, even us with like car photography, we kind of struggle sometimes finding new locations to shoot the cars. Even though we try to be unique every time, it's still kind of like you yeah, exhaust it. to like revisit certain places. Hey, I saw you guys went to Ikea for, I believe it was a Genesis shoot. Yeah, yeah. That was creative. I would never think of going to Ikea for a shoot. That was <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, blue and blue. I mean, it's yeah. like a nice pop of color, right? Um, but yeah, so... Um, and do, other than landscape, you also enjoy rooftop photography. Mm -hmm. So with that, do you have any like sketchy rooftop stories or um, close calls or anything? Like I saw you flying down a building one time, but that was, I don't, I don't think that was that bad. <laughs> you were like, just, yeah, anyways. <laughs> it's a Spider-Man joke. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's Spider-Man joke. <laughs> yeah, I kind of missed the mark. Honestly, <laughs> you're probably expecting me to say yes, but no, I'm honestly, I don't know if you follow many other like, I get uh, the word is urbex. What urban exploration? That's like the hashtags that everyone use on Instagram. Oh, urbex. Urbex. Oh. urbex. Okay. Anyway, clearly we're losers, children. Because um, I didn't know. Old. We're old. Yeah. We're a lot old. of these guys. You see a lot of guys like. You in still the listen to radio, bro? Listen <laughs> to AM radio. Video killed the radio stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, you see a lot of guys like in the UK and Russia, and they do like crazy stuff, hanging off buildings and everything, oh, yeah. and like off the side of cranes. I don't. Yeah. That's not me. I'm honestly meticulous and safe and planned, and I have honestly never had an issue. Awesome. I can I can honestly say that I've never had an issue. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, so we have watched your profile for over about a year now. Oh. Uh, yeah. We've been, special we, now. I didn't know that. We've been creeping. Actually, well, I remember you guys invited me to the that, your first coffee uh, shop meet a long time ago, and then. I, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't show up because I forgot. And we've been creeping you. We've been liking your photos and you didn't show up to our first hangout. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. As long as you show up to the next ones or else we're going to... Nothing. Nothing. We appreciate you showing up. But uh, yeah, so as I said, we've been watching your profile for for about a year now. And it's it's impressive how far you come, especially like coming from iPhone now into camera. And Thank it's, you. It's, there was the, definitely like that like yeah. spike. Like, there's a very obvious difference, I think. Like now that I know that, like I didn't know that before, but seeing like how much you've improved over the last like year is crazy like, yeah it's actually yeah so with that wow. we have a question do you have any sort of advice for people in photography that are starting out especially starting out at a younger age uh like you and like what, what would you say like your top three pieces of advice would be absolutely it's good to i'm sure if you're just starting out, you're looking at these amazing creators and saying, oh man, I just want to be shooting like these guys. And it's good to aspire to be something, but you're not. You're not going to be like them. You're not going to be close to them for a very long time. You have to accept that and go shoot lots, often, consistently, and just do it. Your pictures might look bad. You might not like them. Other people might not like them, but you just got to keep doing it over and over again. It's consistency. Like for me to get to where I am now, and I don't consider myself a pro in any stretch of the imagination, but to get to where I am, I have been shooting literally almost every single day for the past like two years. I go shooting all the time. Um, it's just a consistency. The more times you click that shutter, the more things you're going to learn. And editing, you know, watch lots of tutorials. That's what I did. 
I'm actually just at the point now where I'm happy with my edits. I never liked my edits before. I'm at the point where I'm pretty happy with how my pictures come out now. Yeah, That's awesome. Actually, yeah. Jordan, you were saying that too, like last time that you finally figured out a way, yeah, your own uh, style. That's probably one of the biggest things. And yeah, I mentioned it last time was um, when I was starting out, I was exactly like you said, you try styles of other people. Yep. And you're like editing in certain ways and whatever. And it was never, I don't know. It didn't feel super fulfilling when I looked at those images. I was like, okay, they look like that guy's stuff but they're not me mm -hmm. right yeah now it took me a while to finally fall into a style that i was like okay i'm starting to like get how i like to do the colors and how i like to do my exactly things like that yeah no but one good. more thing don't lock yourself down either it's good to try different things try different editing styles try yep. shooting different things that's also very important and one thing i need to work more heavily on because i do kind of shoot the same same stuff over and over again but try different things and through trying different things do you will find your niche or your style yeah. or whatever that you like to shoot that definitely so just consistency and try different things for if you're a new photographer yeah i really like what you said too about just like shooting like just keep shooting mm -hmm. that was like one of the biggest things that even my brother said to me when i was starting too is like you're gonna take a thousand pictures and you're gonna like one and like as you continue to take thousands thousands of photos you're gonna start liking maybe 10 or a hundred. And then by the time like you're getting somewhere, you're going to take even less photos now, but all of them will be ones that you like, but you have to be shooting all the time. Like, because it's like learning the composition and learning what you don't exactly. like and learning all like the mistakes. Yeah. It only happens from shooting. So like getting frustrated with taking 10 and then being like, oh, okay, they're not good. Like, <laughs> that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of thousands of photos due to my shooting style, and I'm sure other people do, but I don't personally know anybody that really shoots the way that I do. Um, every time I go shoot, I come home with like at least 600 pictures that I have to go through because I shoot panoramics. I have to go through and then stitch them all together in Photoshop. Yeah. And that takes time, you know, it has to process it. And right. you know, it'll come out all warped most of the time because yeah. I don't do it on a tripod. I'm just handheld shooting everything. So, yeah. um, my editing process takes forever because <laughs> I have to go, th if I shoot, let's say, um, a hundred shots, yeah. but each shot, like finished shot is consisted of maybe 10 to 20 pictures. Yeah. So I have to put those 10 to 20 pictures together a hundred times to find <laughs> the one that I like. Jesus. So my pictures Sounds get tedious. back. The, I, I'll be honest, I haven't gone through the pictures yet from the last, uh, event at the Millennium yeah. Center. I know I got some pictures I'm very happy with, but I haven't had a chance to go through them yet. Yeah, damn. So that, that's crazy. You, since you like doing panoramic and stitching, have you ever tried doing like, have you heard of the Brenizer portrait style? Uh, where you will uh, like zoom in, get your focus and then get like a far uh, wider background, but with but the with same like depth of field. Yeah. yeah, when I first got into portraits before I bought like a 50 millimeter when I was just shooting on to a hundred my 135 my uh, kit lens that's like what i did for everything actually oh, yeah. i shot a lot of portraits doing that nice yeah that's cool. um, i've only tried it a few times and it does give like a really cool effect it's tough because your model can't really move because mm -hmm. then it could come out pretty wonky looking yeah you can like, I, like stretch faces yeah. and everything but i love <laughs> the effect of that it's, no it's a really cool effect yeah um yeah definitely that's a i should try, try that again i'm gonna try those yeah what the that, that's out yeah. first yeah We'll use it for some of the clan stuff. I'll try it again. It's a cool effect. It is, yeah. You'll see. I'll see? Yeah, yeah, just show me what it is. Now, if we're talking about tips, what about tips about growing Instagram? Oh, I don't even know. Instagram? <laughs> um, Especially now, right? 
Now it's pretty crazy. I don't even know. I honestly don't even know if it's possible anymore. Um, I'll, I'll give you my opinion on Instagram first. I used to be super into it. I used to be like, oh, I need to get this many likes. And I would compare myself yeah. to everybody else and feel bad because I only got 50 likes. And then this person's getting 300 likes and so on and so forth. But um, I really got out of that mentality and I think it's a really unhealthy mentality unless you're like a business but for me just as a personal photographer who's really making very little money off the stuff I shoot um, it, it's mostly just for fun so I'm trying to treat it just as that if I get 100 likes cool if I get 300 likes cool I don't really look at the numbers anymore um, I before a year ago before Instagram started changing their algorithms to be crazy and everything more restrictive uh, yes more restrictive you could fine-tune your hashtags and you you could actually put in the work to in- give yourself exposure but right. now it feels like they're changing the rules all the time and like there was a week where i was getting a fraction like a third of the engagement that um i would normally get on my posts and that's what really w- was the straw that broke the camel's back for me i just realized I don't care about it. I purely use Instagram now just whoever follows me, I post my stuff. If they like it, they like it. Doesn't really matter to me because at the end of the day, I'm not making money from Instagram, so I'm not gonna stress over it. Yeah, it makes sense. So, makes sense. Now, uh, this is a little bit of a curveball, but uh, we know this might be a sensitive topic, but uh, we've seen you involved in a little bit of uh, like internet beef on Instagram. And no need to name any names, of course. But my question to you is based on that, is that in this day of social media, this day and age of social media and like content creation and Instagram, um, what are some kind of like dark sides or negatives of being a content creator for Instagram? Um, I don't know how it is. And I think it goes city to city because um, in Winnipeg, we have a pretty small community, at least for Instagrammers. Sometimes the community in Winnipeg can actually be kind of toxic. I'm not going to lie. The Instagram community, um, you know, some people have pointless beef over nothing. It's such a small city and it's not many people. I really don't see the point in having beef over pointless stuff. But um, you know what happens and I just, I think it's kind of pointless. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And what about, okay, so that, and that's, so what about you mentioned community and that's kind of like mm-hmm. part, part of it right there's the kinds of negatives but what about the positives oh, of the community many what would you more say? many more po- many more positives than um negatives for sure um what would you it, say it, like gives you a, it gives you a sense of community because you know what i started taking shots on my iphone and just hanging out with my buddies in school and that was it but then i started going on instagram and i started seeing other profiles and getting invited to events and meeting new people. People that I would have 100% never met if I didn't do Instagram. Like I've met some really good friends like that I would have never met before, other photographers. And I've gone to lots of free events that I've been invited to. Instagram actually can provide a lot of interesting, meaningful opportunities, especially, you know, if you want to make some friends, you know, go on Instagram, find people that do the same thing that you do and hang out with them 100%. Yeah. Lots of positives there. 
Totally, totally. And then uh, since we're on the topic of community, um, you came out to a couple of our photo hangout events. Mm-hmm. How, how did you like those for networking with the community? Oh, it was great. You know, there was a lot of people that I have seen before, but then flip side of that, there was a lot of people that I've never met before. And it was great to kind of connect with different people that I've never met. Like I've seen them and some people I've never even heard of, you know, it was pretty yeah. great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's what? really cool to see like how wide of a range of people mm-hmm. we get. We get, we get a lot of like regulars and people who are like professionals to people who are just starting. And yeah. It's really cool to see how they mix. Sorry, yeah. I'm too far away. No, you're just talking quietly. <laughs> okay, my well, bad. His levels are like yeah, perfect yeah, and your bad. levels are like, <laughs> yeah. sorry, what is he saying? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and another thing, I've definitely, me as a non-professional, just doing it for fun, photographer, I've also learned to good couple things, you know, at the wedding photography uh, events, watching people take portraits of all the models, the uh, the car garage shoot, one of the, I believe it was the second, second one, one yeah. watching people then. And I would like to think, think that I've had a little progression even throughout the events, because the first one That's that awesome. I went to was the car garage shoot, and right. that was a blast. But one thing I noticed, I never really moved the models around, I kind of just shot whatever anyone else was shooting. Yeah. I had a blast it was so fun but i didn't really engage as much as i should and then well i, w- I went to the wedding one but i couldn't really stay too long so i'm not going to count that one yeah but now the most recent one the millennium center yeah shoot that was first of all super super fun a cool building that i've i've been in the main like grand hall but i've never been in the like the basement i didn't know there was a vault in the upstairs that was cool in different areas so that in itself was awesome but i found myself more engaged with getting pictures that I wanted and not just shooting pictures that other photographers were planning. Yeah, that's so I was down in, that too. Yeah, yeah, down in the vault, I was moving around the models, kind of uh, in, having visions of my own. And I was kind of happy with how I did it that. So but based on that, like what, what made you get that switch from not moving the models to moving the models? Did you just more feel more comfortable around the people around you or more comfortable at the hangout or what was it? Um, I just got kind of tired of, not uh progressing in because i'm not a portrait photographer and it's definitely an aspect of photography that i want to get better at and learn so and i'm not going to learn just by smooching off everyone else's ideas so i just kind of forced myself you know what anthony okay we need to get some shots of our own something different try to no matter what come up with some ideas even if it doesn't turn out come up with something move the models around get creative and that just kind of pushed myself just get the juices flowing in the brain and try to learn something, try to get that's a style. Awesome. Something. That's awesome. Yeah, well, that's, that's, the, awesome. that's the main objective of the events, which is great to network and to learn something new and uh, to be able to shoot something you may not usually get to shoot. So yeah, exactly. Uh, I saw a bunch of photographers, they were all lined up shooting with like 50 mils and then like 135s and everything. So I said, you know what, screw it. I just went in the back, went into my camera bay, grabbed out a 6.5 millimeter fisheye, told them to run out of the vault and I got like a cool running shot Why? that you saw the whole um, background and everything, there was smoke. Oh, yeah. So I tried to get some, I tried to be creative and I tried to get shots I didn't think everybody else would be, was getting. So I think I kind of accomplished that. Yeah, and that's really cool the way that you approach that because it's nice to have that level of like self-awareness mm-hmm. that you know what's going on around you and yeah. then being able to step back and be like, okay, if everybody's do doing this, how do I look at it in yeah. a different way? So that's really good. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, awesome, man. That's awesome. So, uh, and then uh, like kind of last question in this set of 21 questions <laughs> is uh, what is something a lot of people that may not know about you? Oh, well, my last name, Urso, you right. know what it means? 
I don't. It is an Italian word for bear. Fun fact. I was gonna say bear. Because you know you were gonna say what? I was gonna say bear. How do you how do you know that? Because Ursa Major. Yeah, constellations. Yeah. I don't even know. Okay, that's something people may not know. Oh, that's cool. Last name Anthony the Bear. That is technically my name, Anthony Bear. Sick. That's sick. I'm just gonna call you Bear next time. Okay, that's fine with me. Why does everybody get cool nicknames? I just have nothing. Joe. That's terrible. JJ. Anyways, sure. Yeah, people call me that. That's. Not People call you JJ? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I don't like it. Jordan Johnson, JJ? Yeah, do you know JoJo, the recording artist? The singer no, I know. JoJo? Yeah, those people used to call me that too. Cause He's still- I know Joe Coy. He's Filipino and just like you. And sure, yeah, Joe. call me that. Well, yeah, Joe Coy. On the topic of nicknames, actually, okay, not for the reason that you're going to instantly think, but in high school, everyone would always used to call me Spider-Man. Not because, not for the reason you think. Because, what, because apparently you I jump did, buildings. <laughs> apparently, I look like Spider-Man, and apparently, I talk like him too. So I don't know. Nice. That's that's what everyone said. That's, that's high praise. Say. That's that one is, of the, the best things you could be called. <laughs> Spider-Man. But the thing is, like you set like a high standard for yourself. Do you just like in lunchroom? Do you just like try to throw ropes oh, at yeah. everyone? <laughs> just like yo, you come here. Like, <laughs> but, okay. Okay, Jordan, uh, now it's time to dive into tech news. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're at about 40 minutes of the recording right now, so I think what we'll do is we'll probably cut the video review. Sure. And then, like, let's talk about tech news and get Anthony's opinion on this week's tech news. Sure. Hopefully I know what we're talking about. Uh, I mean, uh, you probably have heard of it. So the, the first thing is, like, this is seriously, like, beating a dead horse. We've talked about it on, like, three different podcasts now. But apparently, Samsung has fixed the Galaxy Fold you know that that phone mm-hmm. that was really yep. popular. Apparently, they fixed it. So they did three major changes. They reduced the gap size um, in the frame. So okay. when it's folding, um, apparently, it just uh, reduces the fact that particles can like get in there and like actually damage the inside of the, the phone. Uh, two, they extended that protective film. You know, everyone was peeling, peeling off it, yeah. the screen essentially. Okay. Um, so they put that all the way to the edges of the screen. So right. Hopefully, people don't pick at it. So that's another little thing and then the last one is that they changed the hinge design a little bit apparently what happens now is the screen actually stretches in the middle instead of it having a bit of a you're telling me this a digital screen stretches yeah jesus apparently and apparently it makes the 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 bend in the middle like almost invisible which is pretty cool but again this is this is all we just read this off tom's guide online um, so take it with a grain of salt. We won't know until, again, people get their hands on these things again. And start breaking it uh, on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Now, Anthony, have you seen the Galaxy Fold? Not in person, but I've watched reviews and I've looked at it. Um, so what are your what is your take on the Galaxy Fold? Would you unfold it and bake cookies on it because it's so big? <laughs> I think I would. You know, it looks like a baking pan. Um, yeah, that's what <laughs> I was saying. Yeah. I think it's an interesting design. Oh, First of all, to make sure I'm thinking of the right thing, because I'm not super into phones. Yeah. It's the one that folds out, but then also has the small screen when it's folded in. Correct? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, yes. yeah. so there's a better design, 100%. I believe it's it's Huawei that yeah, has that one that is the opposite direction, yeah. and I think that's we way, this last time, actually, yeah. way more intuitive design. I don't know why you'd buy the Galaxy <laughs> Fold at all when there's that. That's a Anthony, better I have another question. Okay. Are you sponsored by Huawei? <laughs> I mean... No, no yeah. but I thought it amazing. Slide into the DMs. Yeah, <laughs> yo, Huawei, we shouted you out on the podcast that gets forty views. So like, you guys gotta, you guys gotta sponsor. Well, us. my question with this too is that like, do you really think now with the fixes, 
is this enough to save their project? I feel like there've been so much shit talking about them that they like screwed up the first time. Right, that's what I mean. So like, so they fix the phone, they re-release it. Do you think it's good? You know what my biggest thing is? Is that how is a multi-billion dollar company not have a test group of uh, like a hundred people that are not gonna tell everyone that we'll just use a phone for a right. month. Yeah, why wasn't this done already? Yeah. Why has it happened? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, why? And then like cut it back and then really release it. People are going to yeah. be like, oh, what else can we find to break? Because I'm sure you could get a focus group large enough to be like, yo, I'm going to peel this thing off. Yeah, you know no, I mean? literally. But the thing with that too is, 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 is like they would have like a, a bias essentially because then they would be either paid or volunteered to be here. And then they may not want to be as honest as a true consumer. Which is why you just get one from like a bunch of different countries, yeah. one person from a bunch of different countries. And that would, are like, like essentially they did. That's why they sent out those test versions to those people, and those people broke their phones. But because publicly, were, yeah, publicly, which yeah. is kind of like <laughs> which is his own. Thing. All right. So what do we? What else do we got on tech news? <laughs> um, oh, the next one is like still Samsung. So they like maybe Man, we've getting... literally talked so much about Samsung. I feel like well, I don't this... know why they're always in the news with this stuff. So maybe with Samsung, the they're getting out of hot water with the fold, but their latest issue actually involves water of any temperature. So in Australia, the Competition Consumer Commission is looking at um, suing Samsung because of false advertising. So apparently, in a bunch of advertising that they used in Australia. Um, it's misleading the consumers to believe that they have waterproofed their phone or at least water resistant phones um, when they actually aren't. Which um, phones is it, this? With, uh, some of the galaxies, I'm not exactly sure which one. Apparently the S10 um, is water resistant, but with some of the advertising, it literally, like there's an image in the article of them, a person talking to the phone, it's literally just water being thrown at the phone. At like, the guy's the face. Person's face right? <laughs> um, which I arguably could be misleading For, right like it's it's showing the phone as if it can be splashed and covered in water you know what this is kind of I, I have a story on this so yeah. like i had an iphone 7 and iphone 7 i'm pretty sure was the first iphone to be advertised as water resistant I believe so, yeah. it was the iphone 7 because the 6 okay. was not advertised as water resistant even though it was slightly water like rain and crying on the right. phone won't yeah. hurt it but <laughs> yeah not like i know from personal experience but either way so anyway so then i i was in kiev with my cousin who's uh, very wealthy and very tech advanced and always has the latest crap so he just got the when the iphone 7 came out i'm pretty sure the galaxy s7 came out at the same time i'm pretty sure it was about the same time if i'm not mistaken and galaxy s7 was advertised as the first waterproof Proof phone yeah and I was talking to him and I'm like, hey, that blah, 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 whatever. I have the iPhone, like we're talking phones or whatever. And he's like, what do you have? And I am like, I have the iPhone 7. It's like water resistant. He's like, well, mine is waterproof. And I'm like, ah, whatever. It's pretty much the same thing. He's like, no, it's not the same thing. I'm like, well, it, okay, it's pretty much relatively. Like, not like you're going to talk on the phone underwater. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, so he's like, well, no, I'll just prove it to you. So then we literally, we stood up as he was like on the computer working. And the... Uh, we literally went to the kitchen. He grabbed the bowl, put it in the sink, put the phone in the bowl and turned the tap on and was like, look. And then he literally took the phone out and he's like, what song do you want me to play? And I was like, you asshole. <laughs> like, I can't do this with the phone, but like pro point proven. So that's why it's kind of surprising that the iPhone or the Galaxy S7 was so good to be completely waterproof. Yeah. But now three generations forward or however many it is. Yeah, and I'm like specifically being mad about um, it being a specific type of water resistant. I don't know what it means, IP68 water resistant. Apparently it's supposed to be good up to like, 
I don't know, like three meters for 30 minutes submerged underwater or something. How do they, um, what happens after 30 minutes? It's just I, like the I barrier breaks? I, I guess this, this something has to do with the ceiling. It doesn't work. Um, but apparently it's not. So yeah, they're looking to sue them. The ACCC um, claims that these things are misleading. And then even Samsung said that like the phones aren't recommended for beach use or something. Which was For like, beach it, use? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But... Is is waterproof like a big selling thing for you guys? Like, is that something that you'd look for in tech? I have, first of all, I don't stay current with phones because they got, at least for me, they've gotten all too expensive. Yeah. Um, every phone I've ever had has had a life proof case. So it's, okay. I always just slap one on, completely water resistant. I've dropped it two stories, no, no problem. Best case ever. Which one's that? Is life proof. This oh, life proof oh. free. Case. Sorry, I thought that was like a term, like life-proof case. Oh, like, no, that is the case, life-proof. Uh, they're relatively expensive, I guess. They go for about 80 bucks, I believe. But um, if it saves your $600 phone or whatever. Yeah, not only yeah. is it waterproof, like I've literally, yeah. it's been like thrown at a wall and it's still been okay. Yeah. So, is that the guys that are like constant advertising on social media and like doing those ads, throwing it off like the top of the building or whatever? Uh, oh, I don't know. Does I think that's something different. Might be you see those cases like where they like throw too. them up like into the air and purposely and show how good they are? But uh, no, I've had, I have an iPhone 6S and I really don't want anything newer unless I switch to over to Android because I don't like any no. iPhone. I don't like any iPhone no. with the 6S. I don't like that you don't have a real button. I don't like that you don't have a headphone jack. I don't like, I would never That's get the, the X. Worst. I would never get the <laughs> X series iPhone because I don't like the face ID because I do a lot of um, like snowboarding and stuff like that in the winter. And I really don't want to have to uncover my face or type in the password just to unlock my phone. I'd rather just quickly take off my glove and just use my thumbprint. It's faster, 100%. So what that's you're a good, saying that's is- That's a good take. <laughs> if you basically want to have a safe with lots of valuables in it, make sure it's not fingerprint activated, it's face ID activated because it's hard to break into. It's more annoying to break into. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, but also, for me, I could never buy a new phone on contract. Not, because then I would be forced to get a new plan. Because, and my plan is absolutely amazing. What's I've your plan? It, Tell it, brag, like, us, really, brag to us about your plan. It's a really old student plan nice. that is only $55 a month for unlimited Canada-wide data. What and who heck? is this with? Uh, it was originally MTS, but now I guess Bell or whatever Bell, they yeah. are. And huh. so if I get a new phone on contract, I have to get a new plan. They would force me. So now I broke my old 6S, but I just bought one off Kijiji for like 500 bucks. And it was pretty much new. So I just, if I get a new phone, I always just buy it outright and switch at, um, SIM cards. Cause $55 a month for unlimited yeah, Canada wide data. Yeah, I think damn, now, <laughs> now they offer you could get 15 gigs of data for, I believe it's like almost $90 a month. But if you ever, for every gig you go over that, it's a seventy dollars for every gig. And only pay fifty five bucks like, a month. I don't understand the pricing on that. Like they are absolutely robbing you. Oh, absolutely. Like it no, doesn't cost them anything. That's what most corp massive corporations uh, are. Even if I move to a different province, I'll still keep this plan because also it uses the data. Yeah. I don't yeah, really damn. call or tax people that often, so it's mostly just on the Or I message or whatever yeah. through data. Holy smoke. That's crazy, actually. Damn. <laughs> that's yeah 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 see i got lucky with my plan because i just worked the system many times over like i would work the system and i would get like a worked system result and i would work the worked system result that's a <laughs> tongue, tongue twister but anyways like i would just constantly work the system so okay. like i have 40 gigs of data and unlimited everything else 
But see, the thing is that you have unlimited data, but it, then it cuts off at 15 After and slows 15 down. After 15 gigs, it slows down to 3 Versus I have 40 full and like everything else unlimited. And I pay- How much is that a month? With a new phone, it's 86 a month. Okay. That's which is fair. not even that bad. But yeah. well, compared to 55, <laughs> I yeah, mean, but I, I pay 55 and I don't go over 15 gigs usually. Yeah. Listen, so I, I save on a few subway like sandwiches a month. Uploading those, all of those photos like, Right there and then. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I, I go on Wi-Fi at home, exactly. and that's when I do most of my posting. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I have great Wi-Fi, six hundred megabits per second. So you know. Oof, jeez, six hundred. Shaw hooked us up. We had we were paying for three hundred half price, and then they just upgraded us to six hundred for the same price. Damn, so that's pretty nice. Well, yeah, uh, we we got Damn. that too because Shaw did this promo where they doubled everyone's internet. Uh, so my, here, uh, yeah. So we had seventy five. Now we have one fifty. What? I don't feel six. No, we have one fifty now, or th- or three hundred. Oh, that that would be that would be gross. <laughs> that. Well, see what it is. My dad is a very loud, angry Italian, so he will yell at these people on the phone until he gets what he wants. So, I want fast internet. <laughs> so he will just scream at these people on the phone until we get discounts and internet oh, speeds. Man. And yeah, now we're at six hundred for I think. Not even Damn. the price of three hundred. Listen, Damn. I know the plan of Can how to you? get you a nicer DSLR. Just take your dad with you. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Honestly, yeah. Speaking, I do need a new camera soon. Not because I want to really upgrade. More so, I need a second camera. Cause, okay. I guess I technically lied about the sunsets shooting question. I do shoot lots of sunsets, but now that I think of it, one thing that I've been doing a lot is time lapse photography. Uh, that's uh, one thing I've been getting into. Um, Wait, and wait, before you say you're going to buy a new camera just for that, why don't no, you just get a trigger? No, not just for that. I do have a trigger. What? But I'm in, once my camera's time-lapsing, I can't shoot anything else. So uh, I'm kind of just sitting there. I do ha- I have an intervalometer for my camera that oh, I picked up, but I want another camera so I can keep taking other pictures while it's time-lapsing. Jeez, you're just trying to double down, hey? Yeah, well. Can you get another Canon? Uh, I think I'd probably pick up like a Canon M6 or something yeah, cheap. Just My <laughs> man. <laughs> or not, not an M6, M5. Doesn't matter. Same not an Icon though. is all I care about. <laughs> I, well, I have all Canon lenses and I'm exactly. broke, so I'm not going to go through a whole new system. So <laughs> See what I mean? Nikon are selfish. They're not broke. Uh, they're not for broke people. So. <laughs> um, no, speaking of time-lapse. Time Everything's though, relative. Um, uh, kind of... Uh, did you guys... Do anything for the fireworks? True fireworks for Canada Day just passed? Um, no. No? No, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan had fireworks in his brain when he was okay. at, the, at the end of the day. <laughs> I like leaving my camera at home sometimes. Yeah, I, I used to be I used to be the kind of guy that brought my camera absolutely everywhere all the number time. Number one rule, always have like, a camera on you. But yeah, then when you do it for a living, it's different. It becomes different. You become like hating it. Not hating yeah, it. Not, right. not hate. Yeah, it's not hating it. Like it's I just, still enjoy it so much, but it, it's one of those things where even when I was traveling, God, I don't know how long this episode is going to be. That's fine. We can have a longer one. Um, but even when I was traveling, when I went the first couple of times to Europe, I found myself so obsessed with always shooting all the time. I would come home with thousands upon thousands of photos every day that I was out. And oh, wow. I started to realize, like, I'm not there. I'm living it. You're living this. in your camera. Yeah, and I wasn't able to like differentiate me enjoying something in the moment and then being excited about the photos on the computer. So like being able to like 
separate myself from my camera and put it on the shelf sometimes and then go enjoy my life <laughs> yeah, it's actually a really nice it's feeling. relieving yeah um but yeah no it was really that I'm was a hard way. lesson for me to learn because i liked it so much and i was like no but i want it there I'm, i need to be shooting these shots i want to be capturing this but then there was a lot of times where i was like Even honestly like, like i want to just enjoy it the yeah sunrise right like, yeah yeah no it makes sense even for me like i went to mexico and my parents were like, oh, you, you have a GoPro, you should grab it with you. I'm like, I actually want to leave it behind on purpose because I'm yeah. so like, I'm always like filming vlogs like, yeah, and stuff. Just you just kind of want to take in the bit, moment, yeah. right? Yeah. And that enjoy. was, um, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, go. That was uh, one thing I really tried to focus on when I was in Vancouver because I wanted to hang out with my dad. Mm -hmm. But also I didn't want to come home with 30,000 pictures to go <laughs> yeah. through. I think all in all, the well, like, two and a half days, almost three that I was there, um, I only took 350 pictures. Wow. Um, I really tried to limit myself because I also on YouTube, I watch a lot of landscape photographers that, like uh, Thomas Heaton, among oh, other yeah. people. Yeah. I really like their videos. And one thing that they do, they only take like on a trip, maybe not even 20 pictures. Like they go to Iceland or something and they take 20 pictures. And, they, and their motto is like, if you come out with like five pictures in a year that you really like, they're happy. Obviously that's a different level than making mm -hmm. thousands of dollars selling yeah, prints yeah. and everything. But it kind of hit home for me that they don't take out the camera to snap a yeah. shot if it's not something they think is going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm trying to push to more and more, just to kind of only shoot quality, not quantity. I see. All right, we do have to uh, bring this to an end. But before we do, uh, Jordan, you want to quickly run through uh, the Patreon thing? Sure, yeah. So um, usually we'd have a sponsor break somewhere in the middle, but this one ran a little longer in the, the meat of things. Um, we don't have any sponsors at the moment, but if you have a business product or service that you want advertised on the air, we'd love to work with you. Um, so send us a DM or an email at uh, info. Info at prolixmedia.ca. Info at prolixmedia.ca. Um, but if you don't have a business product or service, um, but you just like the show, um, we also have a Patreon account where you can just subscribe to help support the show. Um, it helps us out. We can keep making the show, keep having guests on and continue to make this. Um, we do have our first patron, which is really cool. He didn't send me a new question though, unfortunately. He, it didn't, but that's okay. No, that's Next fine. One. But Next yeah, one. Our, our, our patrons get different, uh, we'll just shut him up. How about we just shut him up? Yeah. So you can find, uh, our Zach first Flett. Zach, Zach Flett is our first patron. He's our first guest, our first patron. So you can find him at Zach Flett. We can put his info in the in the little description as a little shout out um but yeah so our patrons get different uh little bonuses like exclusive uh sections like you get to send us questions or you can come by for a high five or be on the podcast be on the podcast yeah so uh yeah so just uh look us up it's on patreon.com slash the prolex podcast or no just prolex podcast yeah just prolex podcast. you'll find it there's a link in the description yeah just type in prolex we're the only ones yeah but uh yeah and before we let you go anthony uh where's the best best place people can find you Oh, like if you're looking for my photos, you want to know what I'm up to, I post stories, pictures, Instagram, 100%. And that would be at Anthony underscore URSO, Anthony underscore Urso. Nice. And that's also for all you video viewers that's on that thing. That's actually a gift from our one of our uh, Ooh, nice. visitors. Yeah. So that was really cool. It's like a, it was from Sergey. What's his last name? Shirk? Sure. Yeah. Shirk? Yeah. He brought us a gift. Which, which is, was so random. Yeah, it was like, it was, it was really cool. And now we use it in all our other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thanks, Sergey, for that. And uh, before we let the audience go, please do uh, not forget to follow us on Instagram at Prolix Media as well as check us out on YouTube, uh, Prolix Media as well. Uh, and uh, that's all we have time for today. Sorry that it was a little longer of an episode and we had a screw up in the beginning, but hopefully the meat of the sandwich of the podcast, <laughs> as I refer to it, was worth it. Uh, yeah, see you guys next time. Cheers.